a bonus episode on body language, starting now on Super Familiar with the Wilsons. Let's go. Amanda, I want you to look at me right now. I want you to look at my posture. I want you to just study me. And based on what you see, are there any conclusions you can make about my state of mind right now, what I'm thinking, what I'm feeling? Well, you're kind of hunched. Your shoulders are kind of hunched. I feel like you're presenting like you're stressed. First of all, you said hunched, which to (laughs) me is so speaking of your origin here. Am I hunched? I'm always hunched. Don't I always hunch? Isn't my posture always like this? I feel like I don't have great posture. Yeah, but I also know that the dog is lying next to you looking himself, and I keep thinking that that's why you're stressed. So- okay, well, first of all, I didn't know that, so now I am stressed. <laughs> but now we're going to review what you may know, what you may not know about body language. Say, for example, now you are yawning. I was. It's so true. So that tells me you are disinterested or bored. Or really tired. Or disinterested or bored. <laughs> Do you pay attention to body language? I try to, but not always. What do you mostly notice? Like, let's say you're in a conversation with someone. The lack of eye contact. Does that count as body awareness? Because I notice when I'm having a conversation with somebody and their eyes start to drift like Mm. to the side. But I have noticed, especially now that I'm back in the office, it's it's a whole new interesting world being back in the office after 18 months at home or 16 months or however many months I was at home with just children and being back in an office with adults. And we're all kind of trying to figure out how we each fit into each other's space and saving our own space and keeping each other safe. And, you know, we do, we do have a system at work that's work, you know, it's really great where we all have, we were all given a green, a yellow, and a red, and it was, you know, green and yellow, red. A, I'm going to tell you a green you and a, yellow, a red light, s- a big sticker. Light. Yes, that's right. We have we have stoplights outside of our office door. Very good. Right, and it's approach with caution, slow down. Is yours ever Stop. blinking? Just yellow. <laughs> just, blinking? Mine is just constantly blinking. Uh, no, it. We were given little cards to put up by our nameplate, and and it's how you feel about pre-COVID behaviors. And so, if it's green, then I'm 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 happy with handshakes and hugs and come into my space. No, if it's you. yellow, I'm okay with some of those things, but asked me, asked me by the way. Um, and then if it's red, it's stay out of my space basically in a nice way, but it's good because you just go down the hallway and you kind of know how you interact with people, but it's still, even the people who have the, yes, I'm comfortable. It's, I, I don't want to come into your office, but I also feel really weird standing outside of your office talking to you because I feel like I'm yelling and other people are hearing it. So just trying to interact with people and then having the mask on, you really do have to kind of rely on body language. And is this person feeling comfortable? Is this person feeling, you know, defensive of of how I'm responding? So I, I am trying to be conscious of body language. Yes, being aware of other people's body language, but then also what vibes you're putting off. Oh, good. This will help me. Yeah, I found it very helpful as well. I took these things that I read about and got some insight in how I am inadvertently pissing people off around me. I much prefer to, to make people angry or annoyed at me on purpose rather than accidentally. So I did what passes for research in the modern world. I Googled this and I found an article, and in it, it describes these different zones, I think eight eight different zones, I think it was, of your body that you communicate with non-verbally. First of all, um, eye behavior can be very telling. Okay, Okay. that's what I said that I noticed. And so, right, inability to make direct eye contact can indicate what, do you think? Disinterest or um, 
being really uncomfortable or just with the situation. Boredom, disinterest, or even deceit, especially when someone looks away into the side. Also, check for dilated pupils to determine if someone is responding favorably before you. Pupils dilate when cognitive effort increases. So if someone is focused on something or someone that they like, their pupils will automatically dilate. Oh, that's not socially awkward, is it? You're talking to someone and all of a sudden you stare at your pupils. Well, no, you take out one of those little doctor lights and right. you shine it in their eye real quick. <laughs> like, what are you doing? I'm nothing. I'm fine. I'm gauging I'm, your comfort level with our right. conversation. You, are you more comfortable now with my light shining in your you eye? You seem to be very, very uncomfortable. Why are you squinting? <laughs> A person's blinking rate can also speak volumes about what's going on internally. When do you think people's blinking rate increases? When they're getting nervous. Yeah, when they're thinking more or are stressed. In some uh, cases, blinking rate indicates lying, especially when accompanied by touching the face. That's interesting, it's particularly the mouth. Their own or face the or eyes. your face? Because yes. I really thought it meant the other person's face. I'm gonna blink and touch your face so you know that I'm lying. That's uh, what they look. <laughs> they look for in courtrooms. It's, oh, right. the defendant just tried to touch the judge's face. <laughs> He's lying. Um, but it says that the the mouth of the eyes and increased blinking indicate lying well that's interesting to me now i often have my hand on my chin like because you're a, playing with your beard face yeah yeah that's like a, a kind of a habit i noticed i was on a zoom meeting today and of course i'm looking at myself in one of the squares of the zoom meetings i noticed how much i touched my chin glancing at something can suggest what like a quick cheeky little glance at something. Like if you're in a conversation with somebody and they glance away at something or no, no? Glancing at something. It doesn't say away or not away. It just says glancing at something can suggest something. What do you think? Is that something a donut? No mention of baked goods. Does it mean they want it? Glancing at something can suggest a desire for that thing. For example, if someone glances at the door, this may indicate <laughs> a desire to leave. To get out. Glancing at a person can indicate a desire to talk to him or her or to touch their face or mouth. Right. But here's the thing with me in the glancing situation. I have to keep myself from glancing at the door during meetings and glancing at the clock. Oh, yeah. We have a, a, a conference room that has a clock right over the, the, the door. And I have... So you're, you're looking at both. <laughs> I'm looking at both. But I have a phone that if I really want to know the time, I can just look at my phone. Mm -hmm. So I think that there's something more indicative when I'm looking at the clock above the door. Above the door, sure. No, I, I did it today. I, I caught myself doing it, and I stopped myself from doing it. Um, people who look up and to the right when using their imagination. What? No, sorry. Uh, people, this article is written badly. Um, people that look up and to the right are using their imagination to concoct a story. Okay, they're lying. And looking up and to the left means that you're recalling an actual memory. Okay, so I learned this from Psych. Wait, is that true though? Oh, from Psych. <laughs> but, from, it's, but I mean... I'm sorry, the fictional <laughs> television program? Yes. Obviously, it's based in the science of whatever this article is. I suppose. It's written poorly. No, it's just there was a word that was misplaced. It was edited poorly. The face. Okay. People are, are more likely to control their facial expressions. Although I would say, as we spoke about last week, because of the mask, I am less likely to control at least the bottom half of my face. But there are important nonverbal cues if you pay attention. Um, different types of smile, genuine smile and fake smile. You know how to tell the difference? You're not smiling with your eyes. Yeah, I've got to admit, though, because of the pandemic, I've developed a pretty daggum convincing eye smile. And actually, I exaggerate it sometimes so that people will see it. 
This is interesting. It says, you may also notice a slight grimace that lasts less than a second before someone smiles. Oh. This typically suggests that person is hiding his or her dissatisfaction behind a fake smile. Not yeah, hiding it no. well if I noticed it. Tight pursed lips indicate displeasure. Well, no crap. Yeah, this article is, is, is being a bit... Um, obvious? Obvious, yes. Well, we're... You know you have to learn to control your facial expressions on Zoom, right? Like, you don't wear your mask on Zoom, do you? Yeah, no. I think in general, though, I don't tend to make a lot of expressions with my face. I'm pretty expressionless. <laughs> That's just... Okay, that's sad, but okay. Well, this is what you married. Um, what is it, angry resting face? Do you think yes. I have angry resting face? I don't think you have angry resting face, but you do have the, ang- the angry furrowed brow. No, you have the resting furrowed brow. Like, your, your eyebrows tend to go in toward the middle of your face like so a v look, i've got like a yeah. v in the middle so of my you face. look a little like like you're either really thinking hard about something or you're just disconcerted or have to unconstipate <laughs> proximity obviously if you stand close to someone you want to develop a rapport with and then if you back up or move away although again covid rules apply COVID rules so i don't know if like, yeah, yeah it'd be like I don't care too much about this person, so physical distancing, fair. Or I really respect you, and and I respect your personal space and your COVID safety. So I'm going to stand across the room. Imagine the office talk. Wow, he's he's not even in the same room with that woman. He must really like her a lot. <laughs> Here's an interesting one: mirroring, mimicking the other person's mm. body language. Have you noticed that? I have not noticed. I mean, I'm aware of that being a thing. I have not noticed it with, say, colleagues or people in social situations, but I have noticed it with the kids. Yeah. Both of the two younger ones do mirror my... my. So this is a thing I'd actually heard of, and I've tried that a few times where I will tilt my head to see if, if the other person tilts their head as uh-huh. I talk to them. This one suggests that if you're sitting at a table with someone, rest an elbow on the table... Wait 10 seconds and see if anyone... My elbow is on the table and you did it, didn't you? Yes. You're mirroring me. Yes, I am. Another common mirroring gesture involves taking a sip of a drink at the same time. Yeah, that's... I think of, that's just kind of that's less power so. of suggestion, though. Like, you see somebody do it and you're like, well, but, oh, I'm, want, I'm thirsty, too. It's not... I need to mirror there. But I think that, that what this article is saying is this mirroring is subconscious on their part. Right. And I'm saying that would be a conscious thing. Like, you notice somebody take, maybe if you're on a Zoom and somebody picks up their water and it's like, oh, I haven't had water in a while. Let me drink my water. It's not that I'm unconsciously mirroring this person. Yeah. See, I I don't think I've ever thought that to myself. Oh, I haven't had my water in a while. I'm going to drink my water now because they did. But it does say that, that as an experiment, try changing your body posture and see if someone else uh, does that. As I'm well. going to do it tomorrow. Yeah, I don't want anyone to be mirroring you at work. I want to be the only one who mirrors you. Even if it's on a Zoom? I don't care. <laughs> That's an emotional mirroring. You're right, I don't. <laughs> Those of you who can't see, he is subtly mirroring my posture. Not so subtly. How about the speed at which a person nods their head? Oh, this is really emphatic. But if they're nodding quickly, does that mean they're really emphatic or they want you to talk faster so you can be done sooner? If they nod their head slowly, you've got them and they're with you. If they nod their head quickly, it's like they're doing that circular motion yeah, with their hands like, mm-hmm, okay, yep, frickin' yep, yep. let's move it along so I can just say what I want to say. Yes. Tilting the head backward is a sign of what? Backward? Like just straight back? Well, I'm assuming you're still keeping eye contact. I don't <laughs> think that you're throwing your head back as if the hinge broke. 
I, I'm, I, you're going to have to edit out all the silence of me trying this. I have no idea. What is that a sign of? Um, a sign of suspicion or uncertainty. Oh. People also point with the head or face at people they are interested in or share an affinity with. Well, <laughs> wait, do you point with the back of your head at me or do you point with your forehead at me or do you point your uh, do eyebrows at me? you point at, at someone with the back of your hand? Silly. Um... In groups or meetings, you can tell who the people with power are based on how often people look at them. Oh, that's interesting. And I, I assume that what, what you're saying there is that, especially when they're not necessarily the focus of attention. Right. Like, if you, if something happens in a meeting and you look over to that person because you want to see how they react to what just happened. Like, I, that makes sense to me. Things you can't tell on Zoom. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. The Zoom is a great equalizer. Except for if people are on the top row or on the bottom row, then that's not well, fair. Well, no, but you understand it doesn't display like that for everyone. The no. way your Zoom displays is not necessarily the way that somebody else on the call will display. Not interested. Next. <laughs> Look at the other person's feet. The reason people unintentionally communicate nonverbal messages through their feet is because they're not paying attention to them. Like people spend all their energy paying attention to what they do with their hands or with their mouth or with their face. They don't even like I couldn't tell you what I do with my feet, although I know that sometimes I'll shift back and forth and I'll tap my foot when I get impatient. Oh, I'm that, aware. I'm aware of that. Uh, all right. I thought you meant that if somebody was paying attention to your feet that you should pay attention to that. If someone pays attention to your feet and you notice it, you there's a kink going on there that you don't want to be <laughs> or a part they of. listen to this podcast. Yeah, that's true. Or read well, this article that's poorly written. I was going to say that's more likely. So it says that people generally point their feet in the direction they want to go. <laughs> My feet are pointed totally toward the door. So if you notice someone's feet are pointed in your direction, they want to go to you. Yes. And away, they want to go away. In my case, if I'm wagging my foot, like if I got my yeah. my feet crossed, I'm wagging, it means I'm, I'm done. I can't help it. I'm sorry. You know where you Says, can't see your feet? Um, in Zoom. No, in I've Zoom? got an, a special square just for my feet. Listen, if someone appears to be engaged in conversation with you, but their feet are pointing in the direction of someone else, guess what? They want to talk to that person, not you. That's right. Mm-hmm. Or at least the lower half of their body would like to be talking <laughs> to that person. Oh, my head will stay here and talk to you, but... But the lower the half The lower part of me wants to go over there. over there. Can we work something out? How about the hands? Um, I mean, well, there's the obvious wringing of the hands. Like, that's that's stressed, right? Or, I mean, because I do that. Um, I feel like the popping of the fingers is like a nervous energy, like, habit thing to have. Folding your hands together and twiddling your thumbs like you're doing right now means Amanda, stop talking so I can talk. No, I don't think so. What does it mean? Nothing. It means my fingers itch right now. This is interesting. It's saying here that even if someone is talking to you, subconsciously they could be pointing or gesturing towards the person they'd rather be talking to. Oh, wow. Which is, that's weird. Of course, putting your hands in your pockets, that's pretty suspicious. If you support your head um, on your hand by resting the elbow on the table, it indicates that the person is listening and holding the head still in order to focus. Are you a freaking bobblehead doll? Your head's just going <laughs> to... Dude, this is my go-to Zoom pose. Yeah, well, that's because you're also trying to stay awake. That's different. Right. Supporting the head with both elbows on the table indicates boredom. When a person holds an object between you 
and the person that you are interacting with, this serves as a barrier that is meant to block out the other person. An example of two people are talking and one person holds a pad of paper in front of him or her. This is considered a blocking act. Well, no crap. Right. I'm trying to talk to you. Why are you holding up that paper between you and in I? In front of your face. That's right. Can't uh, see no you. one's here. Can't see you. Um, And then closed arms or crossed arms is anxiety, vulnerability, or closed mind. Um, however, crossed arms, when they're accompanied by a genuine smile, indicates comfort, weirdly. Oh, okay. Someone places their hands on their hips. It is generally used to exert dominance, as used more often by men than women. If someone places their hands on your hips, then you need to knee them in the groin. Right. Is that in your article? No, I'm adding. That's a bonus. Okay, good. So there you go. There's Extra your, content. There's your eight things. All right, well, if you work with me and I just stop talking in the middle of our conversations next week to just stare at various parts of your body, you know why. <laughs> no, wait, why? <laughs> no, cut that out because I'm going to get called to HR for that. I mean, if, I'm, if you work with me and I just stop in the middle of a conversation next week to stare at your feet, you know why. No, still, still not good. <laughs> still not good. How about you go with if you're in the middle of a meeting and you pull out a light and shine it in their eyes <laughs> right. to right. check to see if they're dilated. You'll or know I hold why. up a pad in front of my face. That means we're done. <laughs> Thanks for listening to this mini episode of Super Familiar with the Wilsons. I am now holding up a pad of paper between you and I to signify we are done. But we release new um, full-sized, not many episodes every Sunday night and or Monday morning, depending on where in the world you are. So join us for that. Otherwise, search Super Familiar with the Wilsons on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram, and come find us. All right, you all, have a great rest of your week. Bye now. <laughs>